Next on BYU Sports Nation, Super Bowl winner and BYU All-American Dennis Pitta joins us live. What's next for the Ravens tight end coming off injury? We're asking Dennis and all of you, what's the most undervalued position on the BYU football team? Mm, Plus, gold for BYU Shaquille Walker. Tyler Haas shoots lights out in his summer league debut and another touchdown for Austin Colley. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Brian Logan. BYU Sports Nation back to work on a Monday live in Radio Vision, presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Monday, July 13th, wherever. However you're dialed in, great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with mobile nutritionist Brian Logan. Nope, nope, not, I, uh, don't give me that, man. <laughs> I don't eat healthy anymore. You don't eat healthy anymore? No. Nope, What's mm-mm. wrong with you? What I, happened? Um, so I, I don't have a gym membership currently at the time. I have to renew it. And so when you don't have a gym membership, you can't work out. And so I feel like there's no real reason to eat healthy. You know what I mean? I feel like there's no point. It's, a, it's just all going to, to waste. It's all for night. I'm you know? concerned about you right now. Don't don't you get that? You understand where I'm coming from, though, man. It's like, why would I put myself through that pain? And, and why not just have McDonald's and Burger King, all the fast food and candy? Uh, it, it, because I'm not working out, you know? That's a fabulous question. That's no, it's no why point, not? man. It's no point. <laughs> why not, it's no, Brian? No point I'm never going to tell you not to do that. <laughs> Ever. Hey, I'm working on getting one here soon. And so then I'll go back to my diet. You know, this morning I had fast food. And uh, yeah, I just been I just been kind of just lazy about it. So a lot of gushers, fruit snacks in my life lately. Have you really noticed that much of a difference, Brian? So like for you, it's like, uh, dude, I gained like a pound and a half. One of my abs <laughs> went down by point one centimeters. That's exactly what it is. I now have like a seven and a half pack <laughs> instead of wow. an eight pack. For this last week and a half of not being on a diet. Listen, you better yeah. get yourself right, especially with Batman and Superman. We just watched a trailer, by the way, coming out in 2016. Okay, yeah. Apparently, Ben Affleck is like he he looks like Superman. No he, pun intended. You know, he he actually look it, look it looks good. This one actually got me more excited than the first one. The first one, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, okay. Okay, but here's my question: with Ben Affleck as Batman, and then the Superman, same Superman coming back in that dynamic. Who do you like in that movie? Who are you rooting for in that movie? Who, man, um, I I am rooting. I got to root for Superman. I got to root for Superman. I got to. Because he's a real superhero. He's a real superhero, man. But Bat- he's destroying the city with his powers, apparently. No, 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 no. That's what they want you to think. That, okay. You're taking so you're taking Batman's side, or you're taking Ben, you're taking Benjamin's side already, See, man. That, that goes against my religion. I'm just <laughs> taking his side, dude. I, they're setting it up where you know it looks like he's the villain, but he's not. He's actually trying to do good. And he's a real superhero. Batman is not a real superhero. Stop, Brian. You have just alienated yourself from like 90% of pop Bro, culture. Bro, he just trains and hard. Probably he most just of takes BYU some Sports muscle Nation. milk, some, some Sido Gainer, and, you know, he's good to go. Really? Steroids. Really? Anybody can. Really? The Dark Knight? I mean, he just that, that's training, bro. Up to the top of the mountain that's in all, Tibet and all, learned all. how to be. That's an, all training, an man. Assassin. That's all. That's all that is. Anybody, you can be Batman if you want it. You, all you gotta do. Oh, okay, Superman. You were just born with this stuff. Congratulations. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Why is that better than some? You work for something. 
Mm. This is coming from a football player. I'm just saying, we're talking about. I'm talking about <laughs> super, real superheroes, man. I mean, I would consider Batman <laughs> a superhero, just like our our firefighters, our police officers who do great. Um, you know, people in the military, they're great. They work hard. You know, they put their lives on the line. But Superman, I mean, he could walk through fire, and it's just like, psh, oh not my touch, god, not touch wow. Me. Okay, saying, hey, we're know. off to a rip roaring start on a Monday. <laughs> Batman versus Superman. You tell us if you want to chime in. Hashtag BYUSN. Here are today your uh, your BYU Sports Nation headlines. Gold medal for Shaq Walker in the 800 meters at the World University Games, representing BYU track and field in South Korea. Unbelievable final 50 meters and a comeback win. Shea Martinez Collinsworth on the other side for the ladies helped Team USA finish with a bronze in the 4x400. Great showing by the BYU yes, athletes. Did, did work. Another uh, former greats and current CFL wide receiver, Austin Colley, had six catches for 84 yards, a touchdown, and a two-point conversion in the BC Lions' 35-32 win on Friday night. Also put in that work. His route in that two-point conversion was filthy. I mean, just, ugh. The dude, he belongs in the NFL. Tyler Haas made his NBA Summer League debut with Cleveland over the weekend. He had a team-high 12 points in 11 minutes. He played one quarter, led the team in scoring. He played 10 minutes on Saturday Bowen. and made a three-pointer, the only shot he took. Brandon Davies also playing with the Spurs now. Had three games, six points, three rounds, 17 minutes per game down there. Nice. Daniel Summerhays got paid. <laughs> Earned himself a six-figure paycheck. On the PGA Tour after a top 10 finish at the John Deere Classic, Summer Hayes finished tied uh, for eighth at 16 under par for the tournament. Make sure you tithe, my brother. More on the details of an unreal weekend for former and some current BYU athletes in the middle of the summer. Rise and shout, my friends. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. The most undervalued position. On the BYU football team. It's time to share the love. To spread it around to those that don't get enough on the football field. I saw mm-hmm. something over the weekend mm-hmm. that I really liked. I mean, it just tickled my fancy, Brian. <laughs> okay? Honestly, I don't, know, I don't know why it doesn't happen more. The Arkansas Razorbacks featured their entire offensive line on the cover of the 2015 Football Media Guide. And for good reason. They are running the ball more consistently and better than they have in a very long time. And they got they put the biggins up front on the cover of the media guide. It's pretty cool, man. The football version of trench warfare. That's what they go through. Okay, well-deserved publicity for guys yep. that honestly don't get enough attention, in my opinion. But is it enough? And that got the wheels turning in our heads and brings us to today's Twitter question. What is the most undervalued position on the BYU football team? Think about it. At Crazy Kook Fanatic, first tweet in. The field goal kicker. It's likely that this year more than one game will be determined by a field goal. Hmm. That was discussed that for was, sure. That was discussed. This morning. A number of positions. That was talked about. Is it the field goal kicker? Is it a kicker in general? I mean, there are there are five or six really strong arguments in my opinion. I think there's only about one and a half. But yeah, there's a lot that people will say. We'll okay. Get some good feedback. Okay, Brian, you lead it off I, then. Okay, okay, I will start. Most uh, undervalued okay. position. Pass. I wish I could take your mic and, and then so I could have both of the mics. Uh, but <laughs> the most undervalued position on the BYU football team, I would have to say, is the defensive line. 
And if I if you want to be more specific and more exact, I would say uh, the nose tackle. That's where it starts, ladies and gentlemen, all up front. Coach Mendenhall talks about uh, stopping the run, and he talks about uh, um, you know the, the battle is won, the game is 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 won. Uh, on or in the trenches, right? The battle of the trenches. Everybody talks about stopping the the run, and how do you do that? By the big fellas, the big fellas in the middle of the field on a three-four defense. These guys really do not get a lot of stats. They're not really making a lot of tackles. They're not making tackles for losses. They're not getting a lot of sacks. So normally, you don't think that these guys really do too much. But they actually do everything. And what I mean by that, Spencer, is that they open up the holes for the inside linebackers to make these tackles. How do they do that? Well, they take their big bodies, 300-plus pound guys, grab two, sometimes maybe even three linemen, and make more space, more, more room, more holes open for the inside linebackers to make some tackles. And then when it comes to the sacks and the, and the pass game, what they do is, they, they, yeah, that they, they penetrate, they have pressure. Uh, same type, type of deal, you know, making sure that the outside linebackers are able to get to the quarterback and get all those sacks. That's why guys like Kyle Van Noy have all those sacks. I'm not arguing That's why that. guys like Juan Yunga has 150-something tackles each and every year because of guys like Travis and Bronson Kafusi, Remington, Remington Peck, Peck, Graham Rowley, Graham, Logan Tyler, Crackers. Okay, I, I, look, you make a compelling argument, and I, I don't want to discredit anything the defensive line does because you're right. Bronco Mendenhall's focus and one of his pillars each individual game are let's hold the opposing team under 100 yards rushing. When yep. BYU does it, they've had great success in the past. They've had tremendous success. That was definitely one of the pillars that we had. And when you look at BYU as an independent uh, these last uh, couple years, 2011-2012, uh, uh, thirteen and two when BY, when the BYU defense holds opponents under 100 yards rushing, and 2014 2013 they're five and one when holding opponents under 100 yards rushing. So that right there, my friend, shows you how important this this uh, th- this group is. The defensive line is, uh, but 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 again, because you're not seeing you know the glamour, the the sacks, the tackle for losses, you really don't think that this that, that, that this group. Uh, you know, the, the nose tackle, these ends are really doing anything. But it, it does all start up front. Okay, well, I, will, I, will give you, I will give you this. The defensive line, the nose tackle specifically for me yep. is certainly one of the top three most undervalued positions on the BYU football team. But this is a game of field position. So it's not that I don't think the defensive line serves an, an immensely important purpose on the football field. Okay. This is a game of field position. True. So for me... It's the kicker, and I'll start with kickoffs. How many times have you been frustrated in the past few years when BYU can't kick the ball out of the end zone on a kickoff, and it results in a big-time kickoff return? Field position is crucial. This In our day and age, field position might be the most important part of the football game. Okay, Where you start, if you only have 50 yards to go, score a touchdown, or 20 yards to get in the field goal position, guess what? You're going to score more points. Okay, so if you can kick the ball out of the end zone mm-hmm. and keep teams from even having a chance to get good field position, okay. 
you're in a great place. So the kicker for me, and that's just one one aspect. That's just one, yeah. Okay. That's a good point, but I mean, it all comes down to the defense, though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it all comes down Guess to what? The defense is better. Check the defense out. is better if the other, the team, other team's starting on the 25 check, instead of the 50, but Brian. This, but check this out. Look at Boise. You set up the defense. Look at, look at, look at the goal line stands, right? Look at, look at what, what happens if, if, if you, kick, you kick the ball off, they return it all the way down to the three-yard line, and you have another Boise or Oklahoma goal line stand, right? Great. Well, again, the defense, the the defense D-line, is doing the job. The, the D-line did the but job. But it doesn't have to do its job if the special teams, led by the kicker on the kickoff, does its job better. I would say this to you. As far for for kickers – I would definitely say, uh, you know, fi- kicking kicking a field goal, right? That's that's something that is important. That obviously is going to help. Harder you to win harder games, to find right? a good kicker or a good nose tackle, Brian. Harder to find a good kicker or a good nose tackle. Um, Answer me that. I would say a, a nose tackle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're such a, nose a liar, tackle, man. Uh, With America now, and everybody's playing soccer. No, listen, All these kids listen. are kicking ball. I'm driving down the street. I don't <laughs> no, even see football no. being thrown anymore. I see soccer balls getting kicked, and I, I, Brian, I almost run. I almost Brian. drive over soccer balls, man. But it's man, get out of here. Anybody, you can go anywhere and find a kicker. Then why can't BYU find a guy that can kick the ball out of the end zone on a consistent basis? Amen. Or or a kicker. That's, not, that's not my job. You got to talk to Coach Mendenhall. BYU, 50, about that. 58 out of 83 field goals in Independence. 58 out of 83. There have been 25 missed field goals. Every year he talks about, I just don't feel confident in the ability for our guys to go out and kick field goals. Okay, if you have a guy that you're like, he's gonna, we have a 46-yard field goal. If you're confident in him. That is a game changer. That is a game changer. That's a game changer if you're not worried about a guy going out to kick a 46-yard field goal. Last year, season high, and Trevor Sampson had a good season, but he only kicked 14 field goals. He didn't get that many opportunities because Bronco is hesitant. You give me a kicker that can kick the ball out of the end zone and can go out and confidently make a 46-yard field goal, it is a game changer. Most undervalued position in my opinion. I got you. Compelling arguments. Yeah, yeah, it's good. On both sides. Both sides, yeah. Tell us what you think using the hashtag BYUSN. Also, pay attention because we're one day closer to Lincoln, Nebraska. Countdown to the Cornhuskers. 54 days. You're getting better at that every time. You're getting better, man. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Practice, practice makes perfect. You know, <laughs> like Batman. That's what Batman did. The conversation happening right now on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN and join BYU Sports Nation. What is the most undervalued position on the BYU football team? Let's get a few tweets in. It's Twitter time. At D Young nineteen ninety three nose guard. Agreeing with Brian Logan. Asked to occupy two to three blockers on every play to free up the linebackers to make plays. They're block yes. eaters. Ethan Manumaleuna. Travis Tuiloma was, was named a two-award watch list, yep. by the way, last week. So maybe he is starting to get some publicity. That's I don't what, know. They get no love, man. No glory. Well, he's getting some. At Eskerts91. How come the guy who introduces the show always sounds disappointed when he introduces <laughs> Brian Logan 7? <laughs> I don't sound disappointed when I introduce it's Brian. A takeover. I don't sound disappointed. Are you kidding me? I couldn't be more happy to have Brian Logan with me in Studio B. I am offended. I am offended at Eskerts91. Hey, you tell us. Who's, who's the undervalued guy? Who's undervalued Who's host? undervalued on BYU's football who's, team? Who's undervalued host on BYU Sports Nation? 
Coming up next, the Super Bowl champ and the latest guy to state his desire to take Jerem's job, not Brian, Dennis Pitta, next. BYU Sports Station presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products, simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Our conversation happening right now on Twitter. Follow us at BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Oh, by the way, Brian Logan is here, everyone. Thank you very much for that, Spencer. Did you miss an episode of BYU Sports Nation? The show is on on, on demand. It's on demand by downloading our <laughs> podcast on iTunes or the TuneIn app. Watch it on BYUSportsNation.com. I don't sound disappointed when you're here. You Come do, on. man. What? I'm just playing. You don't. You sound very excited. What is the most undervalued position on the BYU football team? That is our Twitter question today. At Shy Kurt Vlog says, offensive tackles, most important position to keep Taysom upright, throwing, and running. Yep. For, I'm telling that's you, a, that's, me, a, that's, a, that's a good point, too. I mean, if you that, don't have protection for your quarterback, if your quarterback isn't healthy, then, you know, bad things tend to happen. <laughs> so I can say when you have a backup quarterback, come in. <laughs> Keep, keep Taysom healthy, please. <laughs> keep Taysom Hill healthy. Joining BYU Sports Nation right now is the tight end for the Baltimore Ravens, aspiring BYU Sports Nation co-host and former BYU All-American Dennis Pitta. Dennis, welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. Thanks, guys. Hey, Good la- to be here. Last time we talked, man, we were discussing your aspirations to take a more permanent role on this show, like taking over for Jerem, for example. How confident are you in a potential Pitta takeover? Well, I mean, I'm obviously very confident. Number one, I'm loyal. And I think, you know, as evidence today, Jerem's where? We blows camp. That is I mean, true. I would that never miss a show for some kind of scout camp. And I'm an Eagle Scout, okay? But, I mean, that's just, that's just going a little far. Okay, so the, loyal, the loyalty is there. What about on-air performance? How, how, sell yourself as an on-air personality, Dennis. Well, I mean, it's... If we're comparing my personality to Jerem's, I mean, it's it's a no-brainer. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. You know, I just feel like, you know, Jerem's been dead weight for too long. <laughs> you know, you, you're the real star of this thing, Spencer. Wow. Thank you, and, Dennis. And I want to come on, and I just want to support you. I appreciate that. That's how I feel, Dennis. You know, that, so we got the right? true band of brother blood flowing <laughs> through our veins. We just want to support, support the main guy of the show, the main face of Sports That's Nation. That's right. Wow. Brian, it's good to hear your voice, by the way. We haven't talked in a while. Yeah, you, you too, man. I only get to see you every so often. Uh, you know, miss, miss seeing you and, and being around you guys. And, uh, yeah. We gotta, we I know. Gotta, we gotta, well, I, we I see you on soon. TV a lot. I see. I'm watching BYU games. I see your face all the time. I watch you too, man. Catching touchdown passes. Yeah, you know, this is the, this is the bromance. Uh, it's been a while. Going back to 2009. Dennis Pitta with us on BYU Sports Nation. Uh, there is one. There is one stipulation to you potentially taking over, Dennis, and that is your smart yeah. your smartphone situation. Um, have you <laughs> have you upgraded from your cracked, broken iPhone four <laughs> lately? You know that was that was so two years ago. <laughs> I okay. did I did have a cracked iPhone four for some time, but you know I'm I'm under the iPhone six. I even have the plus. Wow, nice! So a larger screen. Yeah, I mean it's 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 nice to be able to see everything on the screen without 
you know, cracks obstructing my view. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then then I think you're okay. You you qualify at least to uh, put your name in the running. We're talking to Dennis Pitta. Let's talk football now and start with our Twitter question. Brian and I just gave our opinions on this. What's the most undervalued position on the BYU football team? Um, I mean, the most undervalued position, period, is always tight end. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. Nobody realizes how much the tight end does. I mean, we have to be an offensive lineman. We have to be a receiver. At times, we have to tell the quarterback what to do. <laughs> so, I mean, if you're talking about a true value position, a guy that has to do it all, then you're looking at the tight end. Okay, other nice. than tight end, do you have any other <laughs> opinion on this matter? Um... I mean, is there really any more value other than tight end? <laughs> he's, hey, he's serious, man. He's really serious. It sounds funny because, you know, Dennis, you're talking about your own position. And, I would, <laughs> I, and, I would, and you make some great points as far as what a tight end has to do, you know, being a blocker and being uh, able to, to catch the ball as well. So, Spencer, he is not oh, playing I, around, I man. agree. He's, I th- you, he's serious. You've got to line up. You've got to block guys in one moment, and then you're supposed to have – Super soft, smooth hands and make a great catch the other time. He, he brings up his own argument. That's, that's why we asked the question. Okay, Dennis. Listen, well, okay. listen, if you look back at a lot of the, the great offenses BYU have had, the tight end has always been a featured position. And so when you have good value at the tight end spot, you're going to be able to move the ball. And you know, you're going to be able to run it. You're going to be able to throw it. It creates mismatches. And so I see a position that's extremely undervalued. For BYU lately, the tight end has not been as prominent a role in the offense. Would you like to see it go back to the way it was run when you were playing tight end at BYU? Well, absolutely. I mean, I think, uh, like I said, I think that's when we've had our, our greatest successes. You know, when we've had, you know, great matchups at that tight end position, that inside receiver position. And so, you know, hopefully we can, you know, find some guys to step up and fill that role because. I think if you have a guy that can flex out and be a mismatch, you know, in the slot, and at the same time be able to come in and, and block linebackers and defensive ends, you know, that's going to help the offense. That's going to help Taysom certainly. So, you know, hopefully, hopefully they can find a guy that can can do that. Dennis, when you look at 2009, the team that that we were a part of, um, you guys, we, we had a three-headed monster. You obviously, uh, we had Harvey at, at running back, and then we had Max. Uh, if you look at this year, you have uh, Jamal at running back. You have uh, Mitch Matthews at the receiver position. And then you have my man Taysom Hill. Um, do you think that having a three-headed monster uh, like we had in 2009 uh, can allow for the same type of success this year? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, when you have a guy on the outside like Mitch that can stretch a field and create mismatches, and then you've got, obviously, Taysom's abilities and Jamal in the backfield, you know, it, it creates balance across the offense. And so, um, you know, we can throw it, we can run it, uh, we can do a variety of things, and that always puts stress on a defense. And, um, you know, anytime you got a three-headed monster, you know, a four-headed monster would be a little bit better. But uh, anytime you got that, you know, and, and you're balanced offensively, um, you know, you're going you're gonna to have success. Dennis Pitta, former BYU All-American, tight end for the Baltimore Ravens with us on BYU Sports Nation. Dennis, Mitch Matthews was a freshman on that 2009 team, and he has come in here recently a couple of times and said that the feeling around the 09 team 
is very similar to this year, where it's just we feel like we're going to have great success. What was what was the feeling like in 2009 before the season began? Yeah, I mean, we were a confident group. You know, we knew we knew what we were capable of. You know, we knew we had a lot of talent returning. Um, you know, and when you when you go into the season confident and, and know you have playmakers, you know, everywhere on the field, it, it's a good feeling. And uh, you know, I think you get that sense from this team as well. You know, with the senior quarterback in case them. Um, you know, anything's possible, and, and you know, I think we're all we all have high expectations for this group. Dennis, let's let's talk about you and and your future with football. What's what's going on with you today and in, in your everyday life? What's your schedule like right now? Um, well, my schedule right now is pretty good. I'm watching my two year old child, and uh, you know, working out, rehabbing, doing that whole deal. Uh, we go back to training camp in a couple weeks here, and. Uh, and get started for the season. Um, you know, hopefully, I will uh, will be on the field this year. It's uh, it's still a little bit up in the air. You know, I, I feel pretty good physically, but uh, you know, I'm kind of at the whim of the doctors whether or not they uh, will give me the go ahead to play. So, um, you know, hopefully, it works out and I can you know I can be back out there. How do you stay positive and optimistic after the two hip injuries? Um, you know. It's tough. You know, I, Spencer, you know me. I'm a positive guy. Absolutely. You know? And, uh, you know, it, it's just something you got to deal with, you know. You're always going to get a curveball thrown your way, and you just got to be able to handle it and, uh, you know, make the best out of the situation. And, you know, I feel like I've done a pretty good job of that. But, you know, it, it certainly had its challenges, and, uh, you know, I'm still kind of going through it. But, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, it, I can come out on the positive end. You know what I would do if I were you to stay positive? Just look at my Super Bowl ring. <laughs> that's, that's what I would that, do. That, that, that helps, me. Brian. You know, I, I, that does help. <laughs> do you ever just wear it around some of the guys, you know, like, like maybe Max and just kind of flash it like, hey, yeah, remember, remember this? Or maybe Coach Mendenhall shows, you know, all, your, all his conference, you know, uh, rings, Mountain West rings, and you go, oh, yeah, I got one of those too. Better. <laughs> Um, no, you know what? I don't like to, I don't like to be too brash about it. Um, you know, I like to stay humble. I like to keep it locked up at home, but, uh, I'll show it to Max every now and then. He needs it. (laughs) (laughs) Dennis Bennett with us on BYU Sports Nation, the tight end for the Baltimore Ravens, preparing for training camp and what he hopes is a situation where he gets back on the field after uh, another hip surgery. Dennis, let's uh, go back to BYU football and looking at the schedule this year. I know that you're obviously busy paying attention to everything that's happening at the NFL level, but when you look at BYU's first four games at Nebraska, Boise State at home, at UCLA, at Michigan, I mean, you played against Oklahoma and Florida State in that September of 2009. How do you, what would you tell BYU football to get ready for those big-time early season games? Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a daunting, you know, first four games out of the gate. And, uh, you know, for them, they just got to understand they're a good football team and capable of playing with anybody. And, uh, you know, whether it's a Nebraska, Michigan, whoever it may be, um, go in confident and, and play your game and, and know you can compete with all those guys. And, you know, really I think the pressure's on those teams. You know, those are, um, you know, big-time programs that certainly don't want to, to lose early on in the season. And so you go out and you play with nothing to lose. You know, I remember when we went up against Oklahoma, you know, they were, I think, two or three in the nation at the time, had a returning Heisman, 
winner in, in Bradford. And, you know, they had all the pressure. We came out, we played loose, and we played well. And, uh, you know, put the pressure on them and, and came out the W. So I think that's what you have to do. You just got to, you know, understand you're capable of, of playing, you know, that caliber of football and just go out and do it. Dennis put it with us on BYU Sports Nation. Dennis, always great to talk to you. Uh, let's finish with this. Your style. You, you took some flack for, uh, for your tight pants that you were wearing at BYU Media Day from Brian Keel and from some of your buddies. Now is your opportunity to defend yourself and your style. Well, I mean, look through the sources. Brian Keel, I mean, I know you guys have him on the show all the time, but, you know, I've never seen that guy out of a polo T-shirt. So, <laughs> you know, if, if we're really st- taking style tips from Brian Keel, we've taken a step back. <laughs> Hey Dennis, Dennis, man, you gotta, you gotta just let them know that's a slim fit, man. I get, I get, exactly. I, I get, they I don't, mean, under, they don't understand fashion like we do, like like we do, bro. You gotta understand, you gotta understand that. So thank you, gotta you take Brian. A grain I appreciate, of salt. I appreciate that because you know fashion these days, it's 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 about trim, it's about you know slim fits, and I mean exactly. you know Brian's out there in his his baggy jeans and whatever else he wears. You know he wears a tight polo up top and then baggy jeans down low. Yeah, I mean right. there's there's just so much wrong with that outfit. Yeah, it is. It, I don't yeah. want to get started. You know, he he almost makes me want to pray for you know him, and when I see like fa- somebody with fashion sense like that, it's like I want to pray for him. Yeah, fashion. yeah. I mean, it's, it does make you feel bad for him. It does, yeah. <laughs> oh, always entertaining. But when did you become the funny guy, Dennis? You owned Media Day. When did this happen? Is this something that we just never like? Are you just now opening up the door to this? Listen, I'm just I'm just trying to make a push to get on get on the show. All right, <laughs> I have to be funnier than Jerem. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you make it on. Just be funnier than Jerem. That's right. Oh, good stuff. Hey, Dennis, uh, enjoy the rest of your time off before you hit training camp. We're all pulling for you, and we wish you the best of luck and a speedy recovery. We'll talk to you again soon. All right, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Dennis Pitt, a tight end for the Baltimore Ravens and aspiring BYU Sports Nation co-host. Good times. I like the loyalty <laughs> that he brought up. Is yeah. talk, Kate, when you're talking about a down-to-earth personality, that is Dennis Pitta, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. It is. It is. Super. Nice. I mean, you asked the Super Bowl champion. He's just kind of like, yeah, whatever. You know, my my mom my mom fell in love with Dennis her first year when she came, and just because he had a fifteen minute conversation with her, and that was the first time that they ever talked, and they ever met. So that lets you know right there. One of the best, Dennis Pitta. It was a great weekend for the BYU Cougars overall, both current and former athletes. We're gonna take a closer look at just how great that weekend was. Don't go anywhere, BYU Sports Nation. Coming back with elite talk next. Welcome back, sports friends. Spencer Linton, Brian Logan, and Radio Vision on BYU Radio and BYU TV. We're doing it live. Get your hands on some BYU Sports Station swag. Go to the BYU Store. Go, sorry, go to BYUstore.com and search BYU Sports Station or Blue Goggles to get your own pair. Or even a BYU SN t-shirt. Good stuff, man. Oh, Brian's going all out. I got the I got the blue one. I got the big ones. Those are the an big, exclusive. The big blue goggles are. The extra large blue goggles are are a set exclusive. Yeah, these aren't these at aren't, least right now. These aren't the slim fit blue goggles <laughs> like you got on. Until there's a higher ones. demand for those, I, I think they will remain a set. I want exclusive. I want somebody to have like some blue contacts. I think I might get some of those. Hey, we got some uh, opinion about Batman not being a superhero, Brian. You went there, man. I can't believe you did, but you went there. Here is a tweet. At Brendanator4, you are a menace to society for saying that, Brian. Hashtag Batman4Live. <laughs> Hashtag get repenting. Hey, look, 
I didn't say he wasn't a superhero. I, yes, I, you did. I, I said he was a different type of superhero. And I, I said, I compared Batman to, you know, like our like our military and, you know, just because you, you don't have superhero powers, but you still make an impact in the world. That's that's what I was saying. It's a different type of superhero. Superman, that's why you said, who would you choose, Batman or Superman? I said, I would no, choose I said, Superman. I said, who do you root for? Who you're oh, rooting for. Oh, okay. Well, I would still root for Superman <laughs> because of what he stands for. Superman, the S on his chest means hope. And you know what, ladies and gentlemen? This is how I'm going to win everybody's hearts back right now. Brian, you uh, need to... Okay, stop what you're doing right now. Okay. You need to be a politician. Look. You need to be a politician. I can't Your hear. ability to tap dance is uncanny. <laughs> look, look, ladies and gentlemen, this is how I'm going to win the hearts <laughs> and the souls back to uh, the B. Logan side of this argument. Uh, Superman, the S stands for hope. And us as believers, followers of Christ, that's what Christ's message is, is hope. That's a message of hope. <laughs> the gospel is a message of hope. And so that's why I choose Superman. If you want to combine the spiritual world with the material world, boom, there you go. I won. I wish I could just drop the mic right now. You went, you went there, didn't you? Yeah, you man. went there. Everything comes back to a spiritual conversation brian logan future city councilman <laughs> mayor state senator i don't know i don't know what the ceiling is for brian logan let's refresh today's byu sports station headlines shaq walker feeling awfully gold these days took a gold medal in the 800 meters at the world university games representing byu his 50 meter comeback win was unreal we're talking about i wouldn't what, call that a comeback well he had to he he Overtook the final two runners yeah. in the last fifty yeah, meters yeah, yeah, in the yeah. wind and the rain. It was awesome. I felt like he was kind of he. It was strategic, you know. He was he was playing it. He, he played okay. those runners, you know. That's just that's just me. I'm sure he had a plan. You know? Shea Martinez Collinsworth took bronze in the four by four hundred relay for the ladies as well, representing Team USA at the World University Games. BYU great and current CFL wide receiver Austin Colley had six catches for 84 yards, a touchdown, and a two-point conversion in the BC Lions 35-32 win on Friday night. Putting in work and being consistent. Had similar numbers his last game. Did you see did you see the move he put on the DB the on the two-point yeah. conversion? And, and from my understanding, that's one of the, the better corners in the CFL. It has a lot of experience. Um, I think he even has uh, went to a couple of uh, all-star games and, and whatnot. And so that lets you know the man is healthy, trying to get back to the league. Attaboy. Attaboy, Austin. Tyler Haas made his NBA Summer League debut with Cleveland over the weekend, had a team-high 12 points, only played 11 minutes on Friday, played 10 minutes on Saturday, made the only shot he took, and that was a three-pointer. Brandon Davies with the Spurs. He's played 17 minutes per game over three games, averaging six points and three rebounds. Nice. Daniel Summerhays earned himself a six-figure paycheck on the PGA Tour after a top-ten finish at the John Deere Classic. Summerhays finished tied for eighth at 16th under par for the tournament. Our Twitter question today, what is the most undervalued position on the BYU football team? This is kind of, look at Hollywood. Okay, there are a number of really good actors that don't get a lot of love. Mm-hmm. For me, there's a couple that come to mind. Okay. One, Jeremy Renner. I think Jeremy Renner is fantastic. Hawkeye in The Avengers. He oh, also okay, was in yeah. the, the latest uh, main guy in the, in the most recent Bourne movie. Okay. I think Jeremy Renner is a great actor. Not yeah. a lot of publicity. No, Undervalued no. actor, in my opinion. Or yeah. Stanley Tucci. Have you seen the Hunger Games movies? Yeah. He's the host of 
Oh, the tel- he that is guy. Amazing. He's hilarious. He's amazing. Yeah, he's undervalued good. guy in Hollywood. He, yep, he's undervalued as well. So who is the Stanley Tucci of BYU football on the football field? Who's undervalued? Great, but undervalued. What's the position that they play? Tell us your opinions. More tweets coming in. We'll get to those in a bit. But now back to the weekend, Brian. The weekend that was for BYU athletes, both current and former. And let's go back to the gold medal performance by Shaq Walker. I want you to keep in mind something, Brian. Okay. You played with football guys that came off of missions. Yep. Their first year, generally not the greatest. Nope. Shaq's coming off of a mission. This is year number one for him. And he's already doing this. <laughs> Fifth in the NCAAs, wins gold in the World University Games. I. It is not crazy to think that he could be running for Team USA at the Olympics in Rio in 2016. Amazing. I mean, the sky, you, you always like say this, right? When, when a guy comes out, lights out, and, and you're like, wow, look at his age. You throw in the mission as well. Uh, I shouldn't say age, but you look at his experience. Um, you, you throw in the, the, the mission and what he's done. Um, and, and when you look at the, the abilities that he has, the sky is, is literally the limit for him. If he can continue on this path, I mean, he can do great things and exceed expectations. And I, I, you, you talk about Rio, but even making an impact in Rio. It's one thing, I think, to, you know, to, 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 to be considered um, and, and maybe make the team, but to, to then even have an impact and bringing home a gold medal uh, while you're there is that much more. And I think with what he's done so far, you, you can't say that that's not, that's, that's not a reality. Shaq Walker doing work for BYU. Austin Colley wants to play in the NFL again. Read something interesting last week where he said, it's tough because I've been labeled as a concussion guy. And I'm, I'm playing against a label, against yeah. something that they have just, they've dubbed me as, oh, he's easily injured. He's fragile. And so he clearly wants to get back in the NFL again. And the next best thing is a CFL. And two touchdowns in two games. He's already become a starter and one of the go-to guys for Travis Lule, the quarterback up there in BC. Austin Colley playing in the NFL game. Is that a reality, Brian? I think it is. I mean, the, the two things that you have to look at is, is, first and foremost, can you stay healthy, right? Can, can you come away this season without, I think most importantly, is, is not having an, another head injury, a concussion. If he can do that, I think that teams are going to be all over him in the NFL. But then, too, is, okay, let's see if these injuries have hampered your ability on the field. And obviously what we're seeing so far is no, it hasn't. He's been consistent these last few games. If he can continue to do that and stay healthy is the key, he will definitely have an opportunity next year in the NFL. He's representing right now, that's for sure. Tyler Haas, when he's had minutes, has impressed an NBA Summer League play. I mean, he is taking advantage – and we all knew, and he told us, I've got to improve my three-point shot to have a shot. That brings us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Four for four. Tyler Haas, four for four from three-point land in two games in NBA Summer League play. Again, he has not missed a three-point shot. Reggie Miller called the Friday oh. night game. Could not say enough good things about Tyler Haas. Comes in, makes a three, taking charges, shooting free throws. Playing defense, looks athletic. Okay? He got Reggie Miller's attention. That has to mean something, right? Taking advantage of your opportunities, man. Good job. I'd give him a four for four from three point land. 
Is that a big deal or no deal? Just one of the topics we will tackle next. Tyler Haas on the clock. BYU Sports Station presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Spencer Linton and Brian Logan. Nice. In my excited voice. Thanks for that. Live from (laughs) Studio B. Did you miss our interview earlier with Dennis Pitta? Well, if you did, then you missed out. But here's the good news. Great stuff. You can go to YouTube.com slash BYU TV Sports to watch that interview with Dennis Pitta or any of our interviews on the show on demand. It was awesome. We asked him our Twitter question. And to nobody's surprise, he responded with his own football position, which is, what is the most undervalued position on the BYU football team? But he made, he actually made like a he really made, good argument. Good it was funny because you were like laughing, and I'm sure everybody else was laughing, but I was like, no, this man is dead serious. He's really serious on, on why. And then as he started opening up, you started to really understand why. Really good, good stuff there. At Crazy Cook Fanatic tweeting it again, she says the backup quarterback, given health history of Taysom Hill, the razor-thin depth at that position could be Ooh, crucial. That's an elite. That's elite right there. It's elite. Thought. It's a valid point for sure. Great point. Tanner Mangum, <laughs> you're on. <laughs> you're up next, you're up. man. You're up. Uh-huh. <laughs> Taysom Hill, please stay healthy. For the second time, I'm pleading with you. Please stay healthy. On that note, it's time to play Big Deal, No Deal. Big Deal, No Deal. Many of you know the drill. For those of you that don't, this is how it works. We throw out a situation that has happened or is happening within BYU sports, sometimes just pop culture in general, and Brian and I will decide whether that is a big deal or no deal. Number one. Big deal, no deal. Tyler Haas, four for four from three-point range in his two summer league games. This is a really big deal for me, Brian, because he's getting limited minutes And you can only make so much of an impact and an impression when you have limited minutes. Tyler Haas going four for four from three point in the two games. He's played 21 minutes, 21 minutes. Okay. He's made all four of the three pointers he's taken for the Cavs. He got Reggie Miller's attention. If you only get limited minutes and you can do that, teams will take notice. He knows the three point line is the way that he's going to make an NBA roster. And he is doing all that he can to prove that he can do that, big deal for me. You know, I'm, I'm going to say big deal, too. I mean, when, when you look at this number, uh, this stat alone, given the minutes and the opportunities have, he's, he's definitely took advantage. Like you said, you know, that is one way that he can get into this league. But the thing is, though, man, you got to do other stuff, too. You know, you got to have some rebounds, um, you know, maybe some assists as well. I don't know, maybe some steals, do some defense. So, obviously, you got to pick it up a little bit. But, yeah, overall, it's a big deal. He he took a charge, and I know it's like, oh, he took one charge. Again, he's trying to show his athleticism that he can defend at an NBA level. So, I like what Tyler Haas is doing. Number two. Big deal, no deal. Tyler Haas misses a dunk in Summer League. Okay, this this one hurts. (laughs) It's a huge, (laughs) huge deal. No more dunking. Just lay okay, it up. Okay, Brian, take it away. Just lay, just lay deal, it up, no man. Deal. Don't, don't, don't. The perception of you, Tyler's already not that great as far as athleticism. So I would just lay the ball in. Um, yeah. Don't want to give confirmation to scouts on something that's negative. I say no deal. How many NBA agents and scouts are worried about Kyle Korver's dunking ability or J.J. Reddick's dunking ability or Steve Novak's dunking ability? Nobody. Yeah. Come on, if you could shoot the three at a high percentage, make tough shots, and Tyler Haas is a tough shot maker, if he can prove to extend that range out consistently, no one cares. Was it on a fast break? 
It was on a, trying it, to dunk it, over it somebody. It was on a fast break. You're forgiven if you try to dunk on somebody and you miss. It was on a fast break. If it's on a fast break, you are you, that's one sin that will not be forgiven. <sighs> I still say no deal. Number three. Big deal, no deal. Austin Colley, 11 catches, 148 yards, and two TDs in two CFL games. I want to say this is a big deal, but it's just too early. I, so for now, because of, of Austin's aspirations and because he's a competitor, and he wa- you know he wants to get back in the NFL. Yep. Right now I'm going to say no deal because we need to see more consistently from Austin in the CFL. If he has an all-star season and catches – 10 touchdowns and has 1,000 yards receiving and can prove that he can do this consistently all season long, then I say this is a big deal. Right now, it's it's no deal for me. No, I'm, I'm going to say this is a big deal because this is a guy that has had some injury issues. We obviously know what his goal is. And to come out the gates and, and to fight for that goal, that's a big deal, man. You want you talk about staying relevant and 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 being the spotlight and, and being talked about. And this is a good way to do that is by being, you know, top fifteen in the CFL and and uh receiving yards. And so if, if yeah, if he can at the end of the day, if he can be consistent, um if he could stay healthy, he'll be fine. But it's a big deal, man. Come out the gates. Yeah, I guess I guess out I, the gates. I guess I say no deal because I'm not that surprised. I just kind of expected him to do this. Yeah, I, yeah. I, no, that's a, that's a that's a great point there. I mean, this right here to me, I, I'll give you. One, I'll go a little bit further, Spencer. Uh, this this doesn't surprise me. If if he, I would almost expect him to be a little bit better, a little bit higher. Okay. Um, maybe maybe fifteen to twenty catches, maybe uh, closer to two hundred yards, and maybe maybe five touchdowns. Because you're, I played in the CFL for a little bit, and that competition is not as great. Uh, and so a, a talent like Austin should really should really dominate. But he still is learning the game. It's a new system and all those other details of it. So he'll be fine. Number four. Big deal, no deal. The new Batman versus Superman trailer. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, let's go. Let's go back to the superhero discussion, Brian. Uh, I we're laughing because uh, we just saw something on the television screen that uh, said "Save Jerem," which is really funny. Save Jerem. Um, I'm going to say this: the trailer is a big deal because this is going to be another one of those movies that breaks all of the box office sales records. It's got a great director, amazing special effects, different things. This is going to be a big deal because Ben Affleck is playing Batman and. Everybody's going to be like, again, we all were like, what, Batman? Now we've all kind of forgotten about that because of the trailer, and it looks amazing and awesome. So if you can overcome Ben Affleck as Batman, and it can be a great movie and and break box office sales records, this is a big deal, no doubt about it. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I mean, my biggest thing was was Ben Affleck. I I hate when movies come out with with sequels and, and whatnot, and then the main character isn't in the next one, it's kind of just frustrating. And so that already had my mindset like, ah, I'm not too you know, crazy about this. But seeing this trailer definitely has me excited for the, the victory that Superman is going to have over Batman. Really? You're, you're still staying with Superman? Hope, brother. Hope. It's all about really? hope. Really? Mm-hmm. Batman is not, not a real superhero? I'd say he's a different kind of superhero. Oh, That's what I said. Different kind. Up next, an elite tweet. You know what's coming. The Eagle Scream. The Whip Around (laughs) and Rise and Shout all coming up as we wrap up a very entertaining Monday edition of BYU Sports Nation. It's the middle of July, and we love it! 
BYU Sports Station brought to you in part by DexterLaw.com for help when you need it most. You know what we should do right now, Brian? Whip it. Yep. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around Track and Field. Shaq Walker won the gold in the 800 at the World University Games this weekend with a time of 1 minute 49 seconds. Shea Martinez and the USA Relay team took third in the 4x400 relay with a time of 3 minutes and 37 seconds. Cougars in the CFL. Austin eh? Colley, six catches, 84 yards, and a TD. Eh? And a two-point conversion with the BC Lions in their improbable come-from-behind 35-32 win over the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Cody Hoffman had one catch, 11 yards for Montreal in their 25-23 loss to Winnipeg. Cougars in the association. Tyler Hawes averaged 7.5 points in 10.5 minutes per game. In two minutes for the Cavs in the NBA Summer League, while Brandon Davies was six points, three rebounds, and 17 minutes per game in three games with the Spurs this weekend. Jim Hampson also had three points in one minute uh, in a loss uh, to Tulsa. Some WNBA action there as well. Cougars in the PGA. Clap with me, Brian. Daniel Summerhays finished tied for eighth at 16 under for nice. his tournament nice, nice, in the nice. PGA's John Deere Classic this weekend, earning himself a cool 130,000 plus. Mm. Baseball. Friday, Jacob Hanneman was two for four with an RBI. Yet another Sports Center top ten catch for the Tennessee Smokies in their win over the Biloxi Shuckers. That's right. Adam Miller pitched three innings on Saturday as a relief pitcher with three strikeouts. And no hits in a Mobile Bay Bears loss to the Jacksonville Suns. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. I'm giving it to Dennis Pitta on his recovery trail back into the NFL. And how about our elite tweet of the day? What's the most undervalued player on the BYU football team? At Natron17 says, kicker is most underrated. Good kicker equals more made kicks equals more points equals better chance of winning. My point the exactly. Kickers aren't people. They are too. No, they're not. That's punters. <laughs> <laughs> the show on demand on BYUsportsStation.com. Thanks to Dennis Pettit for joining us. For Brian, I'm Spencer. Shout out to your boy, Scott Arlano. Scott.